this is going to be a little Ohio-centric here since we originate in Ohio. Uh, the Shawshank Redemption uh, was released on October 14, 1994. It was directed by Frank Darabont. It was written uh, by Stephen King and Frank Darabont based on Stephen King's book. Of course, it starred Tim Robbins and Morgan Freeman. It was nominated for seven Oscars, including Best Picture, but it didn't win any. Um, it's a film that really has become more beloved over time. Uh, in fact, its initial gross of $18 million didn't even cover the cost of its production. So it, it is, in essence, was a failure when it was first released. Um, but despite that, it's widely considered one of the most beloved movies of all time since then. Uh, and in, and one of the reasons that that happened is Warner Brothers, despite the box office failure, ended up shipping, and this was the time of, you know, of course, home movie or video rentals. They shipped about 300,000 rental copies to U.S. video stores, which was way out of whack with the film's performance in theaters. And it became the most rented video of 1995, a year later, uh, and one of the highest grossing video rentals of all time. So in essence, it was rediscovered after the fact, and its reputation has grown you know, over the last 28 years or so since it's been uh, released. And as you mentioned, much of the film was shot here in Ohio, in Mansfield. Uh, the exteriors were filmed at the uh, now-defunct Ohio State Reformatory in Mansfield, Ohio. Uh, it was The prison was in such poor condition that renovations had to be made prior to filming, and now it serves as a museum, and uh, you can go and visit it. In fact, according to the um, uh, Mansfield uh, and County Convention uh, Visitors Bureau, the movie brought in more than eight, has since then brought in more than 18,000 visitors and produced an estimated $3 million boost in the local economy. So it's really been uh, a boon to uh, Ohio film history. And like I said, it's now a tourist uh, attraction. There's a Shawshank Trail. Uh, local businesses have jumped on the bandwagon. You can pick up a reformatory red wine, uh, <laughs> Shawshank bun cakes. Um, there's a redemption pie at uh, some pizza parlors. So it's uh, it's it's really taken on a life of its own Joe, here it, in Northeast Ohio. It was a big time at that time as well for Tim Robbins, right? Not only was he Andy Dufresne in this movie, but that was around the Bull Durham time. So talk about casting of Tim Robbins. And I thought... Morgan Freeman was at his best, not only of the role of Red, but what captivates me with this movie is his narration throughout the movie as well. Well, the funny thing about that, uh, first of all, this is Morgan Freeman's own favorite film, or, or I guess I should say favorite film of his own. <clears throat> it's also Stephen King's favorite adaptation of his own work, so uh, there's, a, there's a lot of love behind the scenes. But you talked about narration. We, of course seem to kind of equate Morgan Freeman with narration now. I mean, comedians do impressions of him and stuff. But this was the first time he narrated a movie. Uh, and by his own admission, it jump-started a whole element of his career and really raised his popularity because of his uh, incredible, you know, uh, vocal narration. Um, while we're on the subject of, of the character of, of Morgan Freeman in Red, <clears throat> a number of people were considered for the part of Red including Clint Eastwood, Harrison Ford, Paul Newman, Gene Hackman, Robert Redford. Um, in the original novel, Red was a middle-aged white Irishman. Uh, but Frank Darabont, the director, always wanted Morgan Freeman in mind for the role, so uh, that's how he was cast. Another legendary 
actor Sidney Poitier turned down the role of Red uh, because he didn't feel that uh, playing a convict was providing a good example. Uh, in terms of uh, the character of Andy, you mentioned Tim Robbins, and he was really, you know, at, at, uh, I don't know about the height of his career, but he was certainly a big box office uh, uh, draw at the time. Some other uh, people that were considered for the role, Jeff Bridges, Tom Hanks, Kevin Costner, Tom Cruise, Matthew Broderick, uh, Charlie Sheen, that Hanks turned it down because he was already committed to Forrest Gump at the time, which was the, the same year. Ironically, he went on to do The Green Mile, which was another Stephen King adaptation. Um, Kevin Costner liked the script a lot, but he was filming Waterworld, which turned out to be not so big <laughs> or a big flop at the time. How does the movie coordinate with the book, Joe? Um, it, it, there's some differences in, in the book. Uh, well, I already mentioned that you know, the character of Red mm-hmm. uh, has changed, at least his nationality. Um, one of the, the funny things about... Uh, well, funny to me, I guess, but uh, Stephen King sold the rights to his novella. It was a novella, not really a book, um, for only $5,000, because that's a very low amount of money, um, because he had a friendship with Frank Darabont. Um, he never even cashed the check for 5000 And several years after the film came out, um, he got the check framed, mailed it back to uh, Frank Darabont, and said, in case you ever need bail money, love Steve. Um, so there's a, a funny, funny little story about that. Some behind-the-scenes stuff. Um, the uh, when when uh, uh, the the mugshot. If people remember the film, there's a mugshot of of Red when he goes to the parole board uh, time and time again. And that young picture of Morgan Freeman is actually his younger son Alfonso Freeman, who is a dead ringer for his father, and actually later starred in a parody of the Shawshank Redemption. Um, and in uh, so that's his son. Oh, that's kind of cool as well. So Shawshank Redemption, 1994, and as Joe mentioned, not a huge blockbuster, but was huge, and dare I say it, Joe, on the VHS circuit from back then. (laughs) One real quick production element, because a lot of people remember the iconic scene of of Andy making his way through the sewage to escape. Um, The sludge that he crawled through was actually a mixture of, chocolate syrup, sawdust, and water. Uh, and uh, allegedly, two decades or three decades later, the pipes still smell like cocoa. <laughs> I don't know if that's, if that's true or not. Um, ironically, even though it was, it was concocted, obviously, with, with fake elements, um, during that sequence, Tim Robbins initially refused to get into that muddy water because a chemist tested the water and said it was lethal. Um, so, uh, fortunately... <laughs> Tim Robbins uh, made it out unscathed, and now the pipes smell like cocoa. 